0: Palliative care physician Ira Bayach has been working with the terminally ill and their families for about 40 years and he says that during that time he's learned that before it's too late we need to say four things to each other. There are four things that matter the most. We need to say I love you, I forgive you, please forgive me, and thank you. So that's a four-part sermon series, but I only have three weeks to get it done, so we'll handle the two middle ones today. When might go together. That works out okay. Epistle lesson is from Paul's letter to the church at Colossae, chapter 3. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive one another. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Paul's words to the churches in Colossae. And then our gospel lessons come from those words that Alyssa just spoke so beautifully, sang so beautifully a moment ago. The way Matthew translates it is, Jesus prays, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And the way Luke translates it, it comes out, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us pray with me may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight o lord our rock and our redeemer amen down the street from my house in old greenwich connecticut there was this charming public library Georgian architecture straight out of Monticello or Mount Vernon, across the street from a park with a duck pond. Right next door was the first congregational church which had been founded in 1640, 20 years after the pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock. Inside this library, the reference room was covered up, walls, ceiling, and floor with dark oak paneling and planks. There was a working fireplace There were long, sturdy 25-foot tables with leather armchairs punctuated by green-shaded reading lamps, nirvana for a reader or a student. Then, as now, Friday was my study day, so every Friday for 10 years, I would pack up a suitcase full of Bible commentaries and theology texts and go down to that public library to get ready for Sunday's sermon. Oh, and the librarians... Mrs. Mack and Mrs. K, 71 and 54 years old, respectively. Picture in your minds the quintessential New England librarian. That was Mrs. Mack and Mrs. K. Someone said of them that children, shrewd little judges of character, clung to them like barnacles. 10 years ago, Mrs. Mack and Mrs. K attended a librarian conference in Denver. Now, I bet that's an even wilder party than a conference of Presbyterian preachers. (laughs) After the conference, Mrs. Mack and Mrs. K were in one of those shuttle vans, the hotel shuttle vans, on the way to the airport to fly home when a pickup truck swerved across two lanes of traffic at 80 miles an hour and sideswiped the shuttle, which went tumbling down an embankment. Mrs. Mack and Mrs. K were ejected and died at the scene, the driver never stopped. Two hours later, when she was apprehended at the Denver airport, where she had gone to deliver a puppy named Brewster, of all things, she claimed she did not know that she hit somebody else. When her blood sample was taken nine hours later, it was still double the legal limit. When the driver was convicted of vehicular homicide, her family came to court to testify to her character and to plead for mercy. The judge said, I am not in the mercy business. I am not in the forgiving business. I am in the justice business. He sentenced her to 36 years, 18 years apiece for two librarians whom children clung to like barnacles. I am not in the mercy business, he said. I am not in the forgiving business. I guess he's right about that, yes. But the rest of us are in the mercy business, yes. Because how else would life together be possible? Hospice care physician Ira who spent the last 40 years working with the dying, says that two of the four things that matter most have to do with forgiveness, with granting it and receiving it. I forgive you. Please forgive me. So if you have any unfinished business with those you love, or even with those you don't particularly care for, take care of it now, because you never know. Now, of course, the fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer is the craftiest of them all, if also the most terrifying, because somehow when Jesus teaches us to pray, he gets us to predicate the mercy we receive on the mercy we give. Every seventh day when we pray that prayer, we say, God, grant me the same measure of mercy that I offer to someone who's wronged me. Scrutinize the quality and quantity of my mercy and grant me exactly that. Terrifying. Now, the Calvinists pray, forgive us our debts, which is essentially a translation of Matthew's version of the Lord's Prayer. Most of the rest of Christendom prays, forgive us our trespasses, which is essentially a translation of Luke's version of the prayer. Both of them get the point across, but I like debts because I'm a Presbyterian. And also because I like that image of indebtedness. In Matthew, Jesus borrows a term from the financial world and transposes it to the moral universe. And it's good for me to be reminded every seventh day that when I stand before God, I come empty-handed. All my ink is red. On my income and expense sheet, every line item is in parentheses or starts with a minus sign. By the way, did you notice that Luke's version of the Lord prayer is in chapter 11? That's an accident of translation history, of course, but I love the symbolism. Chapter 11, the reorganization chapter. Give me a second chance. This is all I have. Will you give me a second chance? I'm bankrupt. All my ink is red. So I forgive you. Please forgive me. And the order's important, yes? First we grant forgiveness, then we can receive it. They belong together like salt and pepper, mac and cheese, gin and tonic, jack and coke, scotch and soda, Gilligan and the skipper, Cheech and Chong, Ben and Jerry. They go together. Now there's no further evidence that St. Paul knew Jesus' Lord's Prayer, but in his letter to the Colossians, it sounds like he might have had the same sentiment, yes? Because he links the giving and the receiving of forgiveness too. Bear with one another and forgive one another just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive one another. And they are two of the most important things, yes. Because how would our life together be possible without them? In one of the novels of Alice McDermott, the main character is a woman in her 50s who's fallen in love for the first time in her life, and she is thinking about marrying her beloved but she thinks back with some regret to her own childhood under her parents' tense and loveless marriage, and she says to her mother, I can't imagine how any marriage can outlast so much remembering every insult and slight. You remember everything. Some families are like the Internet, right? Someone said nothing goes away now forgetting is so over on the internet nothing disappears every questionable selfie every drunken revel every racial slur every cruel put down it lives somewhere on the internet forgetting is so over nothing disappears family shouldn't be like that things should go away things should be forgotten Do you know what the latest spiritual practice is? Shredding. Do you have a paper shredder in your office at home or at work? One man said, I envision lists of my mistakes and sins kept somewhere by the devil himself. And I picture Jesus taking those lists and running them through the shredder. Evidence destroyed, gone forever. One woman said, it's a strange way of letting go of the past. My 25th high school reunion was held recently, but I didn't go because high school wasn't great for me. But then I got to thinking to myself, I have all this old stuff from high school. Why am I hanging on to this stuff? So I threaded it through the shredder, all of it, my prom pictures, everything. It's gone. It was strangely liberating. But get rid of all that stuff. Run it through the spiritual shredder. Because what does a shredder do? It takes obsolete and maybe dangerous old files and turns them into something useful. Confetti maybe, or packing material. My wife is the CFO and COO of my home, and she has a paper shredder in her home study, Command Central. And she uses it, of course, to shred old bank statements and credit card bills. It sounds like a jackhammer when she uses it. It's louder than the plant where the Ford Motor Company stamps out the shells of new Mustangs. But in a strange way, it's become a comforting sound to me. I imagine she's running a few of my many mistakes through the shredder, turning obsolete and dangerous files into something useful. So if there is unfinished business in your life, take care of it now. If there is an ancient resentment in your mental file cabinet, which you take out every once in a while to consult and inspect, to make sure that it stays active and alive, run it through the shredder. If there is a regret over an old mistake that wakes you up abruptly in the middle of the night, ask for mercy. Maybe that's all it will take. marine lance corporal brian parello was killed by an improvised explosive device in iraq in 2005. he was 19 years old his mother is doing okay under the circumstances mostly because several marines from his squadron decided to adopt her and they say the day you lost brian you gained 20 other sons and we'll always be your sons. Brian's mother remembers that when Brian was a boy, she would tuck him in at night and give him a hug and walk out of the room, and every night he would say, Mom, just one more hug. And she said, this would go on for like 10 times. I'd walk out of the room and come back in. After a while, I'd say, Come on, Brian, please, it's late. Do you know what I would give for just one more hug. What is it Prospero says in The Tempest? We are such stuff as dreams are made on and our little lives are rounded with a sleep. We do not have too much time to gladden the hearts of those who walk the way with us. In the name of the Father, and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Lord, help us to be loving and kind and forgetting and forgiving. In Jesus' name, amen.